this is Mike Jones with the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette, and the city of Bentonville has a special bond election on April 13th for numerous city projects, and one of the projects is for an expansion of the Bentonville Library. With me today is the city of Bentonville Library Director Hattie Dudley to talk about uh, an expansion of the library that's included in the bond issue. Good afternoon, Hattie. Good afternoon, Mike. Thank you for the phone call. Well, well, listen, I uh, wanted to just kind of jump right in. I know the library is uh, celebrating uh, 15 years coming up this fall uh, with its location on Main Street there. Uh, I wonder if you could tell me kind of how, how the last 15 years has gone at that location and kind of what the expansion is looking like uh, with the bond issue. Very good, yes. I was just thinking about um, over 15, a little over 15 years ago when we were planning and designing the facility we're currently in and just the excitement that our community had for this this facility um, I think we can de I can definitely say that since opening in 2006 our library has become a destination place downtown for community members of all ages and backgrounds um, we really are uh, focused on serving everyone in the community and when we think about those things, um, we've got some great numbers that we can share with you. We've got some great stories we can tell. Um, it's, it's an exciting time uh, to be in Bentonville now. Uh, but even thinking back those, those years ago, it was an exciting time for our library. Um, since we opened our doors, we've had over uh, 3.75 million library visits. Um, we averaged over 300,000 um, visits per year annually. Um, we, we definitely see people coming to the library. Um, one thing that's really great about our community and our library is that people seem to value and appreciate books and literacy and reading materials and lifelong learning. So since we've opened our doors, we've seen um, over 7.7 million checkouts, which is I think a pretty good number to, to share. Um, our, our checkouts have increased 125%, and in 2019 we had an all-time high of both checkouts and downloads of 725,056 uh, units in 2019. Um, so that's, those are the kinds of things we look at. Of course, we look at what people say to us and how much they appreciate the library in addition to the numbers. Um, we see a lot of people coming to the library for uh, programs as well. Um, they come for story times, workshops, clubs, programs, and special events, um, really for children, teens, adults, and families. So I think in the, in the short time we've been here, um, we can say that um, our, our library is well-loved. If you would, um, try to paint a picture for the listeners of what it was like before 2006, a lot of people may not know that the library previously was located in the old Massey building. And uh, uh, I, I know moving from that building to this building was a big change, but what was it like to be in that smaller facility back, uh, back before 2006? Well, when I first began working at Bentonville Library, it was in the, the Massey space, which was a historic space. And what they've done with the with the location sense is just lovely. Um, but it really was undersized uh, to meet a modern library um, offering for our community. 
I distinctly remember um, us picking up books off the shelves at the Massey and having a, a parade of books down Main Street and allowing community members to come in and put books on the shelves uh, with us as a celebration of this space. And when we, when we were opening this space, we had so many shelves. It just seemed like, how are we going to fill this, this space with books uh, and other materials? Um, but we have filled it up. And actually, we started with over 70,000 items in our collection. Since then, we've more than doubled that with 152,000 items in our collection. In 2019, we actually expanded the shelving. So we, we kind of already outgrew what we didn't realize we could, we could fill and um, added 400 shelves to accommodate our growing collection, which, which was a 10% increase in shelving. Um, it really made good use of our available square footage inside the library. Um, how our building was designed and how the shelving was laid out allowed us to be able to add incrementally shelves like that. So that was, that was something kind of interesting um, and, and something I specifically recall is, is the, what seemed like a vast amount of empty shelves and how now they are um, full and expanded and, and continue to grow and the fact that people do continue to come here for, for materials like that. You mentioned square footage, and I know mm -hmm. uh, space is being uh, quickly gobbled up, and I know square footage and expansion of square footage is part of the bond issue uh, for the library. Uh, could you describe kind of uh, what the additional square footage would be like and what the renovation of some of, some of the square footage that's already in place, what, what that renovation will look like as well? Sure, so for the bond um, extension and the proposed uh, plan that we have for the library, we do hope to expand the square footage. Um, primarily, there will be um, a square footage addition of 6,400 square feet uh, dedicated to the children's library. That would include an expanded um, story time and craft room that's a combo room that's larger than what we currently have here in this space. Um, but we would also be renovating about 10,000 square feet which really um, will make the existing space um, more useful. It will allow us to design a special new multi-purpose activity room. Some people call them a, a maker space. Um, it would be centrally located and it would be available for people um, of all ages and all um, various interests such as crafting, technology, making, tinkering, things that people can do um, learning through doing. Um, one thing that we really uh, were interested to find out in recent surveys and meetings with our community is there is a need for that in our community. Um, we certainly do not want anything our library does that's going to be mission focused to compete or um, uh, go against other offerings in our community, mm -hmm. but we definitely want to complement and support those kinds of things. So. We realize that you know some of the, our amenities that the community wants may be offered in different ways throughout the community here, but it has a place in the public library too, and that's what we heard from many, many people. Um, for example, outdoor spaces. Of course, we're never going to compete with parks and rec, 
um, David Ross, a friend of ours, right? So um, we're not going to, to take that on, but people do want that outdoor connection when they're here visiting the library as well. So that might look like uh, seating outside where you can go read a book, or that might look like learning gardens, or it might even look like um, glass walls where people can see inside the library to the activity or outside the library to what's happening outdoors. But in addition to those 10,000 square foot renovations, getting back to your question, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> we may also have additional improvements throughout because anytime um, new construction or renovation happens, we want to make sure that our existing carpet, paint, uh, materials blend so it looks like a seamless, fresh new library throughout. Um, we have really um, aged well. The library's aged well as far as our facility, the flooring, the, the carpet, the paint. Everything looks pretty good, um, generally speaking, but I think if you put something brand new right next to it, we might see that, it's, that it might need a little refresh in some areas as well. There's a needs assessment study that was done for the library that uh, includes what is in the bond issue but is but also is bigger in scope and I don't want to mix the two but I, I think it's probably something to talk about if you would talk about the needs assessment and talk about what the you know what the what you talked about as far as the expansion goes and what the full needs assessment kind of said here's what we think Bentonville needs and that would have to be done through uh, private uh, public partnerships and would not be part of the bond issue but if you would kind of explain uh, the uh, the assessment done by MSR design and kind of what the overall recommendation was. Mike, thank you for asking that question and I appreciate your understanding of the the path that the library is on right now. Um, certainly the bond extension and the potential for our library's expansion with that bond is critical and we are so excited about that option. Um, the needs assessment study that we've been working on for the past almost six months now really allowed um, professional architects and designers to come into our community and visit with people through surveys and meetings and, and workshops and really learn what does, what does our community want pretty consistently and what's really nice about this is that the, the, the items that are proposed in the bond can be included in a fuller option and expanded a little bit more. Um, so the fuller option is quite a bit larger in scope, in design, in funding as well. Um, as you mentioned, if our bond is successful and if we decide to continue forward with a fuller option, it's, it's a community conversation about how that's going to happen and what that's going to look like, um, we would require private funding, fundraising, um, gifts and donations in addition to the bond. So we want to be real mindful that it's, it's two options at this point. We do not have uh, a timeline or a specific plan on which option we're going for, but the community has overwhelmingly said they would like to see a larger uh, meeting space. Uh, we have a Walmart community room right now that seats 150 people. The proposed full option that the needs assessment study shows 
a larger room of 300 people that could also be divided um, in half, similar to the community center's meeting rooms where you can make two spaces out of one. So that's something we would be, that would be an additional amenity. Um, it also would allow a, a greater focus on the youth services. The children's department would be larger in the full option with even a larger story time and craft area. The maker space would be larger in the full option. Um, there's the opportunity to really develop what we call a marketplace and a community hub coming into the library. Um, it would allow people to come in and do that almost like one-stop shop. Uh, pick up a book, check a computer, visit the cafe or the expanded bookstore, or come on in and enjoy, enjoy the space. Um, more meeting and collaboration spaces are proposed in both options, actually, but the fuller option has more um, room for, collect for meeting spaces, of course, um, for teens and adults. So those are the things we're kind of looking at is um, what, is, what can we do with available funds? What can we do to really meet the community need with additional funds? And um, it's, it's an exciting time to really think about those things. I know that I've been really pleased with a lot of the feedback we've received from patrons um, and community members. When we met with groups like human service organizations, um, really tapping into what some of our demographics in the, in the city need for the library. What can we do to improve and partner with those groups and, and how would our facility allow that? So those are the things we're looking at. Um, I don't know if you want to discuss any of the, the square footages or the, the budget related to those things. I think um, sure, the, um, the main... It, it seems like the children's library is, is, is a big part of, of either plan. Um, yeah. Explain how services to, ch to children have, have grown. I mean, it, it maybe in the past was a place where maybe you dropped your child off while you went and looked for another book, you know, someplace else. But... Uh, children's libraries uh, are, are, are growing and the, the, the services offered are, are, are uh, way different than I can remember as a kid. Talk, talk about how, uh, the, 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 how important a children's library is and it seems like the feedback from the community was that they wanted a bigger children's library with, with, with more amenities. That, that's another great question. Um, when we built this building, we didn't have a professional librarian on staff who was focused on children's literacy or early literacy. Um, we, we built what we thought would serve our needs for years to come, and, it, and it's worked out well. We actually did a, a small redesign of that space in 2011 to make room for more people in the story time area and the craft area. So we've done things um, throughout the years that kind of work within the square foot that, footage that we have available. Um, our story times um, are one of our most popular uh, programs and activities here. We see that young families um, come here and they, they socialize with one another and we've got our, our regular library patrons that, that are our story time attendees and our, our team knows them by name, and, and they know our team by name. Um, even coming in post-COVID and opening the library, you know, the, the, the kiddos recognize our librarians and our library staff, and um, 
even even with the masks and that sort of thing. Um, but early literacy and children's children's development is just vitally important. Since we opened our doors, I believe, and I could be wrong on my math, but about 13 different schools have opened in Bentonville. Uh, that includes Bentonville Public Schools and some private and charter schools. So I, we know our community is growing with children and families, and it seems, on our based on our observations and some of the numbers we see, that our community members come in as a family unit to do things together, um, very focused on doing things for and with their children and um, what can they do in a lovely space or how can they enhance their, their Saturday afternoon. They come to the library for those things. Um, but yeah, overwhelmingly, story time is kind of what I call our bread and butter. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's one of those things that we're, we're really excited to look ahead um, in the summertime to offer some stories in person outside. Uh, we've been supplementing some stories with virtual story times online, but um, we miss our kids, and, and I think they miss that that direct personal interaction with our staff and stories and learning. So, um, so we, we hope um, that yeah, we hope to be able to to be in person with them a little bit more regularly, uh, kind of like we used to be able to uh, in the near near future. So I, I I know you and I have talked about the, uh, you know this is 15 years in at this location and I I, mm -hmm. I think there is a, a correct me if I'm wrong there's some sort of a an anniversary planned in the fall uh, I, I guess a lot of that may depend on COVID but can, are there any details about uh, a 15 year anniversary celebration that may happen this fall? Great yes I, I'm glad you know about that um, we actually are working with the Library Foundation to develop what um, is called Books for the Evening. This program began a, on our 10-year anniversary where we got together and celebrated community. So one thing that's very important to our library is the people who help us do what we do for, for others. And volunteers are honored and recognized through Library Service Awards. Those awards are actually being announced this month. Um, February is Love Your Library Month. And um, we, we wanted to honor those folks now, but we also want to honor them in person. So we anticipate having some sort of fall celebration in person, likely outside, um, where we can really honor the, the folks who've um, had outstanding commitment to our library and our foundation and our friends. And we even have young, um, participants or recipients, excuse me, of these awards. We call it an Emerging Leader Awards, where we honor some teen, teenagers, too. So um, it's just a great time to really thank and appreciate folks and celebrate um, our community. All right. Yeah. Well, well Hattie, I, I, I'd like to thank you for joining me today. Um, I will... Uh, 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 I, I will touch base with you later. I just wanted to thank you for joining me today, and uh, I will uh, talk to you soon. Okay, thank you, Mike, for the right. phone call. And um, we look forward to reading your story in the newspaper about the bond extension, the city's plans, and the proposed library improvements. Thank you very much. This is Mike Jones with the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Look for the library bond issue story in Sunday's edition. <music>